This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old Trailblazer, blazing the, blazing the path, blazing the hearts of sinners, opening and cl- opening those closed-up hearts, blazing that path right up there to their heart. And the Lord help us this morning. Oh, Lord, let's just stop and pray a minute. Our Father, we ask you to pray to bless us today and uh, give us give us words to say to these folks that something may go home, that the Holy Spirit can use some some word, some message that that, that you bring through us. And we, we give thee all the glory and the praise and the honor. In Christ's name we pray and ask. Amen. Now, this is the Old Trailblazer broadcast, Pastor Albert Pendarvis. Been here to Trailblazer broadcast for many years and been the pastor here for over 25 years. And we were in New Orleans for so long. And then we moved up here to Walker when we, Katrina came along and washed us out. But we're bringing this study now on the Holy Spirit. Uh, <clears throat> today we're going to start a new section the Holy Spirit upon you. You and me, upon you and me. It's under the general theme the Holy Spirit according to the God's Word. Yes, everything we say and do is according to God's Word. That's the, only th- that's the only thing we have, my friend. But listen, the believer has no power in his life in and apart from the Holy Spirit. We need to get that. And we don't go out there and pray for that. You don't pray for the Holy Spirit to fill you with this and fill you with that and speak in tongues. Those things are not, not in God's Word. It doesn't accompany those things. That's all a lot of Satan's work. I told you I'd send you the information on where the charismatic movement started out there in Los Angeles, California, on Azuzu Street back in 1900. Brother Dr. Ironside has a study on it. I'll be glad to send you a printed copy of it if you let me know. Call me or write me. But the believer has no power in his life in and apart from the Holy Spirit. A born-again believer cannot obtain power by works of any sort. Paul makes this clear in Galatians 3. This only would I learn of you. Receive ye the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Are you so foolish having begun in the Spirit and you're now made perfect by the flesh? What a question, my friend. Let me read that again. The only, this is Galatians 3. This only would I learn of you. Receive you the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith. Are you so foolish, having begun in the Spirit, are you now made perfect by the flesh? Galatians, Christians, those, those folks saved by grace through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ were putting themselves back under the law. What a terrible thing, my friend. And trying to work out God's purpose in their lives in the energy of the flesh or in their own strength. And we're making a miserable failure. You see, every time. You do it every time, my friend. Human power is nothing but cultured human nature that seeks to to imitate Christ, his walk and his work and his way. And it all ends in a complete failure. Such individuals know nothing about the indwelling Holy Spirit. Therefore, believers cannot acquire holiness of life and character or power for service by new, by new rules for their lives. Power comes only by endowment or endowment given to you by the Holy Spirit upon surrendered born-again believers. For Christ said in Luke 24, 49, And behold, 
I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry ye in Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. That's what the Lord Jesus Christ told those folks. This brings us to our subject today. <clears throat> the Holy Spirit upon you and upon me and upon every believer. The relationship of the Holy Spirit is to the born-again believer in power and in service. The relationship of the Holy Spirit is to the born-again believer in power and in service. Let's never get away from this one great track, fact that every believer is born of the Holy Spirit. There must first come the new birth before the Holy Spirit can come upon you to endue you with power for service. Here is where many fatal mistakes are made. The individual thinking he's, a, thinking he's saved will start seeking and praying for the Holy Spirit to take charge of his life. And instead of being filled with the Holy Spirit, he's filled with a demon spirit. Now, my friend, that's a great truth. Let me, let me quote that again. Here's where many fatal mistakes are made. This individual thinking he is saved, believing he is saved, will start seeking and praying for Holy, the Holy Spirit to take charge of his life. And instead of being filled with the Holy Spirit, he's filled with a demon spirit, which results in religious uh, experience, visions, dreams, trances. Thereby, Satan gives the individual imitation of himself, as, uh, as it were. Listen, off of the Holy Spirit. No, it hadn't got anything to do with the Holy Spirit. And in dwelling caught in this mesh of Satan's trap are very seldom ever rescued. And I've seen that firsthand, my friend. I've seen it. When I was a child, my mother went to Pentecostal church in our area. Once, once in a while, she couldn't go because we didn't have no transportation. But once in a great while, I would, I would, she'd take me with her when I was seven or eight, nine years old, and I, I my, my eyes got big as saucers seeing what was going on there. Oh, my friend, praying for the Holy Ghost, praying for the speaking tongue, and then hollering, "I have, I have it, I found it, I got it, I got it." My friend, I'm not making fun. I'm just telling you the reality that folks are blinded thinking they're receiving the Holy Spirit. The Lord Jesus said in John 3, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except ye be born, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Then in John 3, 5, Christ said again, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of the water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God, which means born of the Spirit, and of the word. He says in John 3, 7, Marvel not that I said unto you, ye must be born again. Oh, my friend, old Nicodemus comes to the Lord by night. You know what? He was, a, he was, a, he was afraid. It was the daylight. He, he didn't want folks to know he was lost. That's right. But the Lord told him, you must be born again. Then John repeats this great truth in 1 John 5. In these words, Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And Paul puts it like this in 2 Corinthians 5.17, one of my favorite scriptures. Ye are a new creation in Christ. 
It says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away. As I have seen so much imitation of the spirit feeling, which is nothing short of demon possession, I warn you, folks, over and over again, be sure that you are born again, made a new creature in Christ Jesus before you ever wait in the presence of God to be filled with the Holy Spirit. When once you are born again, tarry, tarry all you will in prayer and meditation and Bible study until the indwelling Holy Spirit has brought you to the complete, yielded, unconditionally surrendered life before the Lord Jesus Christ, your Savior and Lord, for the power, for power and for servant. Also, let's face this second fact. Listen now. Perk up your ears and listen. Every born-again believer is indwelt by the Holy Spirit at regeneration or the new birth. This is clearly set forth in 1 Corinthians 6.19. What? Know ye not that your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? Listen, also in 1 John 2, but the anointing which you have received of him abideth, abideth in you, and you need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you of all things, and is truth and no lie. Even as it hath taught you, ye shall abide in him. Then Paul sets this same truth forth in Galatians 4, 6. And because ye are some, God hath sent forth his spirit of his son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. You know what that word Abba means? Daddy, daddy, daddy. Oh, my friend, we see from these scriptures the presence of the Holy Spirit dwelling within the born-again believer, making his body a temple. It's something to be saved, my friend. It's not, a, it's not something to sneer at and snap at and to neglect. To be saved is the greatest thing that ever happened, my friend. Do you know what the alternative to salvation is? I tell my folks here in our regular services, the alternative to salvation is eternal hell fire. I asked my congregation one night a while back, does any of y'all want to go to hell? Nobody raised their hand, but we have folks that are not saved. They want to go to heaven, they say, but they're not exercising themselves to seek the Lord. No, they'd rather have the world. Listen, the world, listen, the world is not, you, you don't get saved seeking the world, my friend. You get saved by coming to Christ, trusting the Lord after having shown, been shown your helpless and hopeless estate and, and no, no righteousness. The scripture says there's none righteous, no, not one. Every child is born into this world, comes into this world as sinner. And we reach the age of accountability. He sins, sins regularly. And love sin. And you know man loves sin? Oh, yeah, we've got millions and millions and millions of folk that's loving sin and enjoying it. But, Lord, it's all, it all leads to hell, leads to eternal hell, my friend. And uh, Christ Jesus is the only hope, my friend. I don't preach doom and gloom. There's hope for you this morning if you turn to the Lord. Turn to the Lord and live, my friend. And uh, come on to Christ. Well, you say, how can I get saved, Pastor? 
trust the Lord? Is the Lord showing you that you lost? Is the Lord has the Lord shown you that Holy Spirit showing you that you are a sinner? All of those things they happen before you ever. If you're not lost, you're not gonna seek the Lord. The Scripture tell us seek the Lord while He may be found. Did you know one day He won't be able to be found? But this is the old Trailblazer broadcast. I'm here each day, Monday through Friday, at the same time. And then our weekend services on Radio Missions Radio, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And the worship hour at 11 on Sunday, our time, and Bible school at 10. And then the evening service at 6.30. And this is old Trailblazer, Pastor Pendarvin, inviting you to write me. Let me hear from me. Tell me where you where you located, what station you hear me over. Maybe up there in Kalamazoo, Michigan, or over there in uh, uh, or, uh, Mount Airy, South Carolina, North Carolina. And um, Roanoke, Virginia, we have folks up there in West Virginia. In Kentucky, all over the country, all Sacramento, California, the station there in Corpus Christi, Texas. Some of you folks from Corpus write me. And I asked folks the other day in New Hampshire. I never have gotten a letter from New Hampshire. Some of y'all sit down and drop me a note and just tell me that you're listening. If you would, I appreciate it. But remember, my mailing address is a Radio Missions or the Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And then my phone number, area code 225-664-8658. And i love to hear from you. Help me with the broadcast just a little if you can. I tell folks to go out in the backyard and dig up that old coffee can, pick out $100 out of it and send it to me before the termites get to it. And I had people tell me that. said, get old Dan the sack of oats and the sack of wheat. And remember, folks, God loves you and I love you. And I'm praying for you day by day, and I ask you to pray for me as the time comes and goes. I'm just an old sinner saved by grace. Goodbye, and God bless Pastor Pendarvis thanks listeners who emailed, called, and wrote him recently with encouragement to continue airing this broadcast. If you have not done so, take a moment to let Pastor Pendarvis know you appreciate this ministry. Email pastor at radiomissions.org or call 225-664-8658. That's pastor at radiomissions.org or call 225-664-8658. 